Welcome to the Well Women Podcast. I'm Emily Spade Lumberg, master nutrition therapist, empowerment coach, and founder of Well Women, a women's inclusive community focusing on helping you create the blueprint of emerging into an empowered, expansive woman. On the podcast, we'll explore topics to help you feel inspired in your mental, physical, and spiritual journey and build the confidence to move forward while illuminating your life and that of those around you. Tune in every other week to join me for a new topic and a new dose of inspiration. Hey guys, I am tuning in this week from my parents' house in Arizona, which is really dry. So I hope I don't have to stop and grab some water or cough the whole time. But my husband, Jason, and I drove down with our dog, Jack, to spend some time with my parents for the week since, um, because of COVID, we haven't seen them in a while. And we are likely not going to see them for quite a while longer. (laughs) Actually, probably not until February when, dun 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 I give birth to our baby on the way. So that's super exciting news that I've shared openly on social media, but otherwise haven't really shared a whole lot about being pregnant. Um, But, you know, we're obviously really, really, really excited and um, anticipating this new addition and new journey that we're about to embark on. But right here, right now, we are enjoying a little extra sunshine and time in the high desert. Um, But this week, we are going to talk about two topics that intertwine, but I know are sometimes challenging to discuss or even challenging to process, and that is vulnerability and taking up space. Taking up space came up in my women's group one evening, and you know, it really hit hard because, first of all, just because of the amount of like head nods and reactions and yes, I understand. Me too. I hear you. I see you. Um, you know, we, we feel this and, you know, especially as women, we are taught from a young age, a lot of times to stay small, sit pretty, speak quietly, but sometimes we need the extra room for messiness and being loud and allowing ourselves to just be big and knowing that that is a-okay. So a few weeks back, I pulled the community on Instagram to ask about what vulnerability means to you. And I will say the answers honestly surprised me. Um, I want to share a few of them with you because I think it will really help shape the backbone for today's episode. And I think you guys will find it interesting as well. So I'll share the questions first, and then I want you to think about them for yourself as well uh, while I while I read through them. So the first one is, do you find it's easy or more on the challenging side for you to be vulnerable with people you feel close to? So it could be close friends, family, you know, whoever you have this really, um, you know, well-bonded relationship with. Next one, if vulnerability and open, openness is not your favorite thing, why do you think that is? And then lastly, what other thoughts do you have about being vulnerable? Like, how does it make you feel? How has it potentially affected you or helped you grow in the past? So this first question, do you find it's easy or more on the challenging side for you to be vulnerable with people you feel close to? I pose this as a poll, 
and about 48% of you said that vulnerability was easy for you. Well, 52% said that being open is not your favorite. And that last one, the 52%, was um, it was surprising to me because I, I expected more people to feel comfortable being open. And maybe this is because, you know, maybe this is why, because I'm a pretty open person myself. I can be pretty private with, um, you know, certain situations. So I swing on the border of these two, but certainly leaning more towards the former. Um, now that I think about it, actually, <laughs> I, you know, in my opinion, the women that I've worked with have really been a mix of the two, of the two also. So maybe I shouldn't be so surprised. Um, you know, but I guess what surprised me most is that even with people that we're close with, um, having, having these really close, well-built relationships, we still have trouble opening up. I believe that building that trust definitely helps be being more open and comfortable opening up. Um, but with that said, I think there's a universal conflict here because we do live in times that encourage us to be more open, to speak up and to be more vulnerable in whichever position we're put in at work, in our relationships, in building friendships, etc. Um, and yet the masculine piece of our society tells us to shut it down. So that can be incredibly confusing. I get that. I feel that for sure. So which side do you tend to lean towards? Ask yourself. And that kind of leads me into the second question, especially if you lean more towards not loving vulnerability. And that is if vulnerability and openness is not your favorite thing, why do you think that is? This is where I feel like we dug into the juicy stuff. Like I was really humbled by the answers I received. Things like, I like to keep private most of the time, but do share a lot of feelings with my family. Fear of judgment. Uh, depends on the topic. For example, this person said that they hate to talk about money and that makes them feel really vulnerable. Um, there's a mix of embarrassment and keeping feelings close. Family is not open about hard things. Therefore, this person said that they're just afraid of judgment. Also, um, scared of rejection, afraid of being too much. Okay. Let's talk about that that last one. Um, you know, this is where that notion of taking up too much space really comes into play and ties in with vulnerability, the subject of being vulnerable, being open. And I had just mentioned this about the perils of fitting in in our society, which is generally more masculine, linear, um, but we are expected to fit into a box that's been shaped for us for generations before. Meanwhile, there's this true nature of many of us identifying as women and that is in fact more feminine. It's more emotional and it flows more like water. And therefore we are leaking out of the corners and busting at the seams of this box that we're put in while simultaneously wanting to control it and hide it for fear that we'll be rejected in some way. I mean, how messed up is that? That's so confusing. And so, you know, that can add stress and add 
this, um, like, no wonder we have this fear of judgment, fear of being rejected if we are more vulnerable, if we do take up more space. But what if, just what if, we allowed ourselves to put our, you know, quote unquote, too muchness on display for the world to see? Do you think they would judge you? Do you think they would even notice? Like, what if we did an experiment just once, just to see what would happen out of curiosity? What do you think is the worst thing that would happen if you put what might be considered too much on display? Too much emotion, too much openness, too much fire, just too much. So if writing or journaling is something that resonates with you, I actually really encourage you to maybe rewind the last minute or so and pause this episode to give yourself a little time to heart dump on this. Um, Heart dump meaning like another way of brain dumping, but more from the heart. So re-listen to those questions and let your pen flow to maybe just get some clarity on your thoughts in relation to them. Then continue to think about this next question. And I'll share these answers too. Um, And I wrote down a couple more in a paraphrased way, just so you know. So the question, what other thoughts do you have about being vulnerable? Like, how does it make you feel? How has it potentially affected you or helped you grow? And this one, I received answers like, vulnerability helps you grow. It's part of growing as a person and becoming a better version of yourself. Weirdly, it feels easier with strangers. I actually love that answer because it demonstrates this veil of security we have when we share with strangers who we might not really see again or who we, you know, who don't have any preconceived notions about us already as a person. Uh, Being vulnerable is a courageous act of rebellion and that liberates us and others. The best things in my life have come from moments of being vulnerable and open. Self-worth and knowing what you deserve makes being vulnerable feel safe. Mm, I love that one. It feels scary, but ultimately cathartic with someone you trust. It's definitely better to share with trusted folks because it brings you closer by being more understood. And that last one also is really awesome because I think it sort of ties back to what I was saying about how being more open and like showing your true self a little bit more it really does help to deepen this relationship that you have with, you know, friendships or um, a partner or whatever it is, even a family member. And I'll also add that these answers came almost exclusively from women who shared how vulnerability was challenging for them. So that really shows that even though it might feel scary, we know that showing up as fully ourselves, like as vulnerable humans who take up a little extra space, can actually be really beneficial. All of this insight was incredibly helpful to just understand the thought patterns behind what vulnerability really means to a lot of you. So now that we understand these common fears, I want to ask you, like, how, how can you allow your too muchness to fly free without feeling like you are, like going back to that box analogy, like totally busting out from the edges? I want you to find a way to do this without me telling you how. 
I want you instead to feel totally empowered if and when you're ready to embrace taking up that little bit of extra space. What might taking up more space look like for you? Does it look like allowing yourself to cry in front of a friend when you really need that release? Maybe accepting the extra weight you have on your body that you've been struggling with. Embracing a louder, more boisterous laugh. Not saying sorry when you're just not sorry. How else might that show up? So I want you to ask yourself these questions. Just journal on it, think on it, meditate on it, you know, however you feel most inspired or find clarity. Use this as a lesson for not just growth, but expansion, like allowing yourself to take up that extra space and expand. And when you feel complete with it, I want you to use this as something to ask your friends, like how will they take up more space? How would they like to take up more space and tell them how they can support you in this and then ask them how you can support them too. It might surprise you how much value being vulnerable really brings to your life, how much you can gain from towing that line of taking up just a couple more inches of space and then a couple more until you feel more settled and more free and more confident in your actions and your words and just your life as a whole. Before I sign off, I want to share with you all an excerpt from a writing I came across recently. It's written by a woman named Evian Whitney, who, to be completely honest, I don't know anything about. Um, But whether you are 13 or 73, these words are powerful. And I want to share them with you because I think you need to hear them too. Keep in mind that I'm not reading the entire excerpt because it's quite long. And I also don't have a source for these words besides the author because I got off of Facebook when my cousin had shared it. But regardless, I want you to close your eyes and just listen. There she is, the too much woman, the one who loves too hard, feels too deeply, asks too often, desires too much. There she is taking up too much space with her laughter, her curves, her honesty, her sensuality. Her presence is as tall as a tree, as wide as a mountain. Her energy occupies every crevice of the room. Too much space she takes. She's dangerous. And there she goes, that too much woman, making people think too much, feel too much, swoon too much. She with her authentic prose and the self-assuredness in the way she carries herself. She with her belly laughs and her insatiable appetite and her proneness to fiery passion. All eyes on her. Oh, that too much woman. Too loud, too vibrant, too honest, too emotional, too smart, too intense, too pretty, too difficult, too sensitive, too wild, too intimidating, too successful, too fat, too strong, too political, too joyous, too needy, too much. She should simmer down a bit be taken down a couple notches. Someone should put her in a more respectable place. Someone should tell her. 
if you've ever been called too much or overly emotional or stuck up, you are likely a too much woman. And if you are, I implore you to embrace all that you are, all of your depth, all of your vastness, to not hold yourself in and to never abandon yourself, your bigness, your radiance. Forget everything you've heard. Your too muchness is a gift, one that can heal, incite, liberate, and cut straight to the heart of things. Do not be afraid of this gift and let no one shy you away from it. Your too muchness is magic, is medicine. It can change the world. So please, too much woman, ask, seek, desire, expand, move, feel, be. Make your waves, fan your flames, give us chills. Please rise. We need you. Thank you guys for allowing me to take up a little extra space today with this podcast. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. If you felt aligned with any of what we talked about today, let's connect over on Instagram at wellxwomen, W-E-L-L-X-W-M-N. Send a message and tell me about yourself. I would love to hear from you. Also, please consider leaving a rating and review where you listen. This is so helpful for me to be able to share these snacks of empowerment and encouragement with other women like you. I'm so looking forward to chatting with you next time. Until then, be well.